Hey, my name is Eric C. Rose. Thanks for listening to Songs for Worship. In today's episode, I want to focus especially on worshiping together as families. Worshiping together is is kind of always our focus, but I want to focus especially on the family aspect of worship. I think this is especially relevant uh, with all of the uh, shelter-in-place going on. Families aren't able to to go to church as we normally would, and I know I, I'm really anxious to get back to worshiping with my church family, but family worship is is also very important, and it's often also really hard. In the moment, it feels like more of a battle than it's worth. Sometimes I have a young family with, with young children, and they have short attention spans, and they're always jumping around and getting distracted. And I know that families with older children have other struggles with, with busy schedules and, and still being distracted. But I believe that family worship is really important, and we'll read some verses, I think, that will uh, reinforce that. So in this episode, I want to talk about, first, some reasons for family worship, then I want to give a few tips and things that that I've learned and I'm learning, and then we'll share the hymn, Fairest Lord Jesus, and then we'll go through a list of, of resources that I've found helpful in family worship. But before I do that, I just wanted to share some of my own life experiences in worshiping as a family. When I was young, I remember my dad really wanted to sing hymns together in our morning devotion time. And so I remember going to the music store and him picking out a keyboard and bringing that home. That was very exciting. And then in following weeks and months and even years, I remember waking up oftentimes to the sound of my dad playing the keyboard, playing especially Surely Goodness and Mercy. That was one of the the ones we sang together as a family. I also remember being very groggy and sleepy during many of those times and just wanting to eat breakfast or go back to bed. But I also remember some of the verses that we memorized during those times of family worship. I remember the emphasis on truth and on a life lived for the Lord. And I think overall it it helped give me a sense of the importance of family worship, and it helped center our home on on the Lord and and our purpose in life, which is to glorify God and enjoy Him forever. I'd like to go over a few reasons here now for family worship. The first reason that that I have is because we're commanded to. I'll read from Deuteronomy 6, verses 5 through 9. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, and with all your soul, and with all your might. And these words that I command you today shall be on your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children, and shall talk of them when you sit in your house. And when you walk by the way, and when you lie down, and when you rise up, you shall bind them as a sign on your hand, and they shall be as frontlets between your eyes. You shall write them on the doorpost of your house and on your gates. Jesus quoted this passage when he was speaking with 
the Pharisees, they, they asked him what the greatest commandment was, and he said, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your might. And loving the Lord with all our hearts requires, as this says in, in verse 7 here, it requires diligence, diligence and obedience. Verse 8 goes on to talk about binding the words as a sign on your hand and being frontlets between your eyes. And whether this command is meant to be literal or figurative, the imagery is clear. God's word is to be front and center in our family life. We need to know it intimately, and we should be constantly thinking about it, meditating on it, and and bringing it up, talking about it. This is one of the reasons why hymns and songs of worship are so great, is because hymns have melodies, and they get into our heads, and sometimes we have a hard time shaking them, and that's, that's a really great thing. Taking time to daily quiet ourselves and focus on God's Word uh, brings us together while reminding us of, of truth and centering our home and our lives on what is important. Family worship also helps with discipline. Uh, one instance of that, several months ago, we, we were memorizing a passage from Ephesians chapter 6. The passage says, Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. And it, it was helpful because that kind of reaffirmed the discipline we were doing later in the day when, it, when the kids would not listen or do something that was disobedient. We could say, remember when we talked about children obey your parents? Well, obedience is important. That's one of the commands that God gives to us. So these worship times help with discipline. Having a worship time at home in the family also helps train especially younger kids for corporate worship with the church. My wife and I decided several years ago that it was important to us that our children sit in our church's worship with us. And we currently have five kids, and they're all under five years old. There's twins in there. And I can tell you, sometimes, and maybe most of the time, it's not easy to sit through a service for, for children that young. And it it's, can be a struggle for us. But I believe there is value in the discipline of it. And the family times, the family times of worship reinforce that practice of sitting and listening and engaging with the readings or with the message and with the songs that we're singing. So here's a few tips for family worship. Um, these are just a few ways that, that I've found have made our family worship time easier and, and hopefully more, more effective. So first, plan ahead. As someone who often likes to do things on the fly, this is not always easy for me, but I can tell you with young children whose attention is easily lost, if I spend two minutes looking for a passage or looking for a hymn to sing, they can be gone in that short of a time. Their attention is on something else. So having a plan and being intentional about it can, can really help keep, even just keep attention. And it can also be helpful just to have kind of broader objectives. So whether that's a certain category of hymns that you're singing through or a certain topic, say the topic is obedience 
if we were memorizing that verse from Ephesians, if we sang a hymn along with it, we could sing a hymn with the topic of obedience. Secondly, keep it simple. You don't have to have these huge elaborate plans, especially especially when you're first starting out. Keeping it simple can be good for, for young kids, and not being overly ambitious can help us maintain uh, throughout the years. And thirdly, have everybody take part. However you structure your family worship time, try to structure it so that everyone can have a turn. If your kids are old enough, maybe everybody can do a reading one day. Singing is one great way to include everybody because we can all sing hymns together. And if your family is musical, have everybody sing parts. And that may require some some extra hymnals or songbooks to read from, but I think that can be that can be great. Listen to worship music throughout the day. Have it have it going so that when it comes time to sing together, there's the songs aren't completely unfamiliar. And remember that our family worship is really important. Sometimes it can seem like getting the day started can be more important. Getting everybody through breakfast and out the door if you're leaving can be more important, but really try to try to do this. I think I think it's that important that we prioritize it. So I mentioned earlier that we would be sharing an arrangement of Ferris Lord Jesus, so I want to do that now. Ferris Lord Jesus, uh, we don't know who the author is, and we don't actually know who wrote the melody either. The melody is a Silesian folk tune and first appeared in a publication in Leipzig in 1842. So let's let's listen to that. Beautiful Savior 
and honor, praise, adoration, now and forevermore be thine. And that's my my prayer that uh, this podcast and our lives would give glory to God. A few resources now as we close. If your family is not terribly musical and singing is hard for you, uh, search search YouTube. There are thousands, who knows, maybe even millions of videos of hymns and worship songs, and many of those even have the song lyrics on the video, so you can just watch it and, and sing along as you go. You can even look at my YouTube channel. I've got some hymns on there that we've been looking at in these podcast episodes. Uh, Keith and Kristen Getty wrote a book entitled Sing, and it's a really helpful little book. And there's even a chapter in there on family worship. And the whole book just really talks about the importance of of singing and the benefit of it. Find a hymnal. The, uh, the Trinity hymnal is really great. There are so many hymnals to choose from. You can find used ones online, just Google hymnal, and you can find one for 20 or $30. And in there, you'll have oftentimes a scripture reference above the hymn. Sing the Psalms. There are a lot of really great Psalters that have been written and used over the years. If you Google search Psalter, you'll be able to find uh, many to choose from. And some of the Psalms have even been set to well-known hymn tunes with, with slight adaptations of the lyrics so, so that you can sing it with the melody. But those are really great, too, and you don't have to learn an entirely new melody. Finally, if you're looking for material for your family to go through and you're not sure where to go, the catechisms are also a great resource. If you're not familiar with catechisms, a catechism is just theological teaching in the form of a question and then an answer. They're really, really helpful for teaching children and teaching really profound theology in a concise way. Uh, The Heidelberg Catechism is really great. And a newer catechism that my family went through about a year ago is the New City Catechism by Tim Keller. The New City Catechism is, is a series of 52 questions and answers. And if you download the app, which is free, you get access to a song that is written for each one of the questions and answers. And there's there's a recording on there. There's also a prayer and scripture references supporting each one of the questions and answers. So that can also be a really great tool for family worship times. Thanks for listening. Hope this information has been helpful. And I hope I've encouraged you to worship together with your family. If you'd like to find more about me, you can find me at ericcrose.com or find me on Facebook. If you'd like to listen to full versions of the hymns that I've shared on these podcasts, again, you can go to my YouTube channel. I mentioned that earlier in the podcast, and there you'll find many hymns that I've recorded. You can also find some of my original music. And last, please share this episode uh, with somebody who might find it meaningful and leave a five-star review. I would really appreciate that. Until next time, thanks for listening and God bless you.